Come on. Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Ellie Gould. Ellie, are you ready to do this? I am so excited, George. Uh, me too. Let's let let's go. Ellie helps adventurers reach through any challenge to create the futures that they want. Her newest book is Feeling Forwards: How to Become the Person Who Has the Life That You Want. And she's got a course that accompanies that as well, The Fabulous Future Formula. I'm excited to talk with you, Ellie. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I get so passionate, George, about helping people move from wishing and hoping to actually see the future that they want really evolving in front of their eyes and and we've we've had a couple of great chats previously about feeling forwards and really in its essence feeling forwards is being able to transport yourself into the future you want to enjoy and there's a formula to that which i'm so excited to be able to present on your lifeblood platform the fabulous future formula is a three-step process by which you can actually design the future you want to have and I, I know that 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 sounds I I don't want to be too woo-woo and I you know that I have so much science and, and quantum and whatever in my books but I thought it was was such a lovely opportunity when you invited me to to really share with your your audience that there is a formula to creating your future and it's actually really accessible nice and I am uh I I don't know Elliot I, I just was unaware of of woo woo stuff up until a couple of years ago. I knew that that there were people out there that that that, that thought a lot about it, uh, but then I have really jumped into it over the past couple of years. But I've always been a very formulaic person. Said so if you give me a mm-hmm. step by step process, then I can usually follow it. So that's what I love about having the opportunity to talk with you is you really bringing those together. Um, for the people that, that 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 you are working with consistently, is there something normally that they say, you know what, I'm just I'm I'm tired of all this hoping and wishing, and I really finally want to sink my teeth into this and make real change? Is it people who are just sort of exploring? How does that how does that typically work? Look, that is such a great question because so often I hear in in my reinvention coaching that people are waiting for something to happen to lead them to the next stage. And one of the, I'll, I'll share two stories really quickly, but one one story, I had my book, uh, my latest book, Feeling Forwards, reviewed by a mummy's blog, and she, they were having a, some challenges within the family from a communication perspective, and this was kind of midway, early 2021, when everyone was working from home and there were homeschooling and all sorts of family challenges and she shared feeling forwards and her her nine-year-old boy said to her so I don't have to wait for something to happen before I feel confident because feeling forwards is always about choosing your emotions and then harnessing the power of those emotions to to change the future you want to enjoy and she said well yeah you can actually choose to feel confident before something's happened and she wrote the most beautiful review of the book because this this gorgeous boy went to school and he stopped being bullied because 
kids that get bullied are usually the kids that aren't confident. Mm -hmm. So he decided he could be confident and then he went to school and and everything changed. But so often, and and particularly with entrepreneurs um, in a similar, so let's let's scale that up to kind of the adult version, they talk about when and I, 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 whatever reason I'm coaching them for, whether it's um, to to get funding or to keep going because they're exhausted, which is a pretty common issue, mm-hmm. or uh, they want to pivot, well, they have to pivot as we all have during this time. And I, and they say, um, and I talk about their health or their, their finances, and they say, no, 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 Ellie, you don't understand. When my app sells 10,000 or you know has 100,000 downloads, when my product is, you know, turning over this amount of revenue, then I will get my finances order in order. Or when I've achieved those levels of success, then I will get a personal trainer and I'll be healthy. And it's like, no, 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 you're actually putting it the wrong way around. You have to be at a high level of personal fitness. You have to get track of your finances and then the success arrives, not the other way around. So getting back to your question, um, the, the common issue or the common um, concern that people come to me with is, well, I'm not confident enough to do this. That's like, okay, no, we get confident and then you do it. It's not the other way around. Such an easy trap to fall into. When I get <clears throat> this, then I'll feel this way. Once I'm, you know, once I make those sales or whatever, then then I'll have the confidence to do it. Yeah. All right. So. That, 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 that makes a ton of sense. So as we're trying to, or, or maybe we, we, we start this process, what, what is our first step? Well, with, with creating your future, I mean, and the fabulous future formula, I, I've always been fascinated over the years with how athletes create their success because in many ways they, they embody with one caveat, which is post success blues, which I'll come back to, but with, with one caveat, um, athletes really embody the fabulous future formula and they create their future very easily because, and I've, I've got my, my son played at an elite level of sport and I have a number of his friends that are now professional footballers and their lives haven't changed. So if you take, a let's say, a, a teenager who aspires to be elite in sport, a boy or girl in any area, they develop a pattern of behaviour. They eat a certain way, they train a certain way, they make certain personal sacrifices. If they've got a great, you know, big game on a Sunday morning, they don't go out late on Saturday night. And when they achieve the success they've been aiming for, whether that's, a, you know, a getting into a professional team or winning a medal or being in a world championship, the next day their lives don't actually change because they've been sleeping and eating and training and had a certain mindset for many, many years. But outside sport, once again, as you rightly pointed out, it's so easy to fall into that trap. Well, you know, when I get um, really successful, then I'll have this amazing daily routine. And if you ran into a, a teenager, let's say you were at a barbecue and family, friends and whatever, and you met this really interesting young person and um, you said, oh, you know, what are you aiming to do in life? And they said, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a professional sports person and you dove a bit deeper and um and they said yeah yeah when i win my first medal then i'm going to train really hard hmm. i mean you'd think they were 
dreaming. Right. Seriously. <laughs> but in, 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 in so many other areas, particularly in startups and entrepreneurship, that's where the, 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 the trap starts. So with the Fabulous Future Formula, I div- divided it into to three sections and I started with uncovering your aim. And I make a lot of distinctions in my work about the difference between an aim and a goal. And as I alluded to earlier, the challenge can be with a goal. A goal can be very finite, very fixed, very defined, and taking it to the to the uh, extreme degree, if you like. Um, there are so many Olympians who have started to slide into depression while they were on the podium getting their gold medal. Hmm because a goal can be so, so fixed. And, um, you know, it's, particularly in swimming, in the elite American Australian swimmers have written about this, this quite a lot, whereas an aim is actually more encompassing. So if you find your aim, it's kind of like finding your path. It's not as defined as your why. It's not defined as a goal. But let's say even as an elite sports person or a business person, you could have, say, a goal of making X revenue or achieving X goals, but maybe maybe your aim is a little broader than that. Maybe you want to be an inspiration for people of your ethnic background, for example, or, or your gender or your um, socioeconomic background, or you want to be um, an elite in X, but then pass that on to other people. So the first part of your Fabulous Future formula is really looking at something that is, is encompasses an aim and yes you've got you choose a particular area or expertise but it has an element of, of contribution to it <clears throat> and the next stage the second stage is to really understand your inner justification because let's face it whether whatever field it's in there's the, the the skinny boy or girl who dreams of being something mm-hmm. and quite often they're not the fastest the cleverest the strongest the best connected whatever but they can hang on to that the reason why they want to achieve something big more than anyone else i mean i'm a huge tom brady fan um and i think what was it he was 199th pick it was something like that yeah, I mean, he he had an inner justification, and I I also read, and 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 I know you're a geek out on this stuff too, but I also read he ran into the manager of the team that picked him, and he said, "I'm the best decision you've ever made." <laughs> he had his inner justification really, really nailed, and your inner justification, whether it's a startup, it's a side hustle, um, you just want to do something more. If you can uncover that. That's what keeps you going when everything falls apart. And you you and I are both entrepreneurs in our own space. And you know that we've both been through everything that could go wrong, does go wrong. And it's your inner justification that, that just keeps you going um, no matter what. And finally. Yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that. Is that... Is that... Is, is, is there danger slash wisdom in having that be like a, a chip on your shoulder, like I'm going to show you versus I'm going to help the world? Is it just dependent? Ooh, great question. Yes, because it has to extend 
beyond and that's where kind of the post success blues come in and it was it, it's so great you asked that question because I was um I, w- I went for a walk with my my husband today and he was telling me about a pod another podcast he'd listened to where um and you may know I'm sorry I, I don't know the name of the, the baseball player but it was a very well-known baseball player who lost his dad at the age of nine who'd been he was a policeman I think he'd been shot in the line of duty and and this this little boy decided that he was going to become a baseball player and he was going to buy his mum a house. And that was that was his dream. That was his inner justification. But the challenge with that was that, yes, he, he became incredibly successful. He got, I think, $15 million in his first um, sign-up. He bought his mum a house and then everything fell apart because that was the limitation of his dream even though it's an incredible dream and obviously he was in, in, incredibly successful, it didn't extend beyond that. And so then his professional life fell apart and he's, he's rebuilt and, hmm. and done some amazing things. But if your inner justification is, is completely self-absorbed, and I do, look, I have met some incredibly successful and, and very wealthy people who have had that goal but quite often I find that it's not sustainable because you run out of steam because there's only so much stuff you can buy and if you have if it's if it's a very defined goal rather than a bigger aim then you can get stuck with the limitations of that got it yeah what's next well, finally, it's the circumstances and activities, and this is almost really circles back to the to the athlete example of. I mean, you wouldn't take anyone seriously that said, "Oh, yeah, when I when I win a big race, I'll train really hard." Right. <laughs> Be great if it worked out that way. And it's really, um, as you know, I my work is obsessed with with the power of emotions, and it's really building a story in your mind and having a super clear picture as to how you will behave and what your life will be like um, when you have or you are living your aim. Um, I, I love it when I, I, I start start with a new client and I, I talk about and they share with me their, their hopes and their dreams and it's, it's so exciting. And then I say, okay, what did you do yesterday? And the first thing they say to me, oh, well, yesterday wasn't a normal day. And I go, yeah, yeah, the secret is there's no such thing as a normal day. Hmm. A normal day never, ever happens. I know you've got two young, gorgeous boys in your life as well as, you know, multiple businesses. And um, there's particularly when you've got a family, there's nothing like sitting down you've got your calendar and you think, oh, today's sorted and just something happens. It just sure. always does. <laughs> so it's like it's not just designing the circumstances and, and activities of someone who has the life you want to enjoy, you also have to think through, well, if I do get derailed by, you know, a domestic crisis or my software platform collapses or whatever else, how am I going to deal with that? Because that actually defines what a successful person does in terms of dealing with the fact where it doesn't go smoothly. What am I, What is my patterns of behavior? What is my attitude? How do I pick myself up? And in the Fabulous Future formula, I have, I, I define that there's 21 different activities in 
what we do every day. So it's like, um, what do you watch? What do you read? What do you talk about? Um, who do you speak with? Um, what things do you look at? Everything that we actually do, and I divide it into three categories. And the first is the optimal. And the second is, okay, if things are a bit tough, then the third is the stressed because you can go home and have an incredibly stressful day. And if you haven't planned for what is the best thing to do when you've had an incredibly stressful day, you will you will do an activity that's not optimal to help you where you want to go or does, is not in alignment with the success you want to enjoy. Um, I remember years ago, um, I, I've been so lucky to have Tony Robbins as a mentor, but something happened and, and my day was crazy um, and I got really frustrated because I hadn't had a plan to deal with it. And I said to my husband, well, I'm sure I'm sure Tony doesn't just sit and flick through the television and see what's happening. <laughs> He's got a plan. I need a plan for when this happens. So I, I do have a plan for when I've had a really, really average day. I have a um, a plan for what I'm going to read or what I'm going to watch that still keeps me in alignment with the future I want to enjoy. Otherwise, if we don't create that plan, and that's where having a formula is so important, if we don't create that plan, it's all too easy to go to fall into destructive behaviour and say, look, the whole day sucks, I'll just do whatever. And then the, the next morning, you, you don't feel so great about yourself. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think that we've... Every single human who's ever been a human can say, yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely fallen victim to that, or maybe I do that all the time, whatever the case may be. And if I don't know, if I don't recognize that I do it or if I'm not even aware of it, um, then I can't catch myself doing it. So I think that that's great. What a great process. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, and look, it's, it's really the ability to, I mean, we all, so much is written about resilience and resilience obviously is something that really important to keep us all going at the moment, but it's really handy to have some structured tools for when you are feeling completely horrible to think, okay, well, I'll give myself a break and I'll, I'll do this activity, which is not maybe quite as bad as, as that activity. But overall, the most interesting thing, and I know we, we, we've spoken about this previously, and I, I love this example because um, uh, for your listeners, my husband and I separately have a financial advice and accounting business, and we've spoken previously about if a client can't, in their imagination, see themselves getting older, they struggle to save for that. So this is also with the Fabulous Future Formula as a process for seeing yourself in the future. If you can't actually imagine what you will be watching, looking at, spending your time, what, what time will you get up in the morning? I mean, it fascinates me when I say to some entrepreneurs, I say, okay, well, when your, your app's got new 5 million downloads or, or whatever, what time will you be getting up in the morning? And they go, oh, I'll be getting up at 5 o'clock because I'll have these international calls and I'll have my green juice and whatever. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well, why are you doing that now? And they look at me and it's like, well, that's what you should be doing now. If you want to create that future, you have to start living it in the present. So 
apart from the fact that you know your alarm goes off and it's dark, there's actually nothing stopping you from doing that right now. Amen. Go get that green juice. Get up at five. <laughs> Let's go, Ellie. I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> so I, I, I'm super grateful for you coming back on. Where can people, um, where can they find the fabulous Future Formula? Well, the best place, of course, is on your platform. Um, and uh, I am super excited about the LifeBlood platform. I was saying to you off air, and I'm really happy to repeat it on air, that it's such a quality platform. You have pulled together such a diversity of topics, but also some really amazing contributors. I'm so excited you've asked me to be part of that. So um, certainly the Fabulous Future Formula will be on that platform. And I'm delighted to be, to be associated with you, George. You're such a such a genuine, authentic person and you worked so hard to create this community. So I'm, I'm more than delighted to be part of it. Um, apart from that, elizabethgould.com. I love hanging out on Instagram, elizabethgould underscore. And um, I have a podcast of my own, Feeling Forwards, the podcast on, on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else as well. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Ellie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the fabulous future formula, and you can find that on Ellie's site, but also the Lifeblood platform, and I'll list all those in the notes of the show, and check out the podcast, find her on Instagram, and um, figure out what your aim is, figure out what it is and why it is that you want to do that, and then figure out what you need to be doing today to become that version of yourself. Thanks again, Ellie. That's a pleasure, George. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.